same things mentally strong people don't do. Started as a personal reminder to not give in to bad habits in the face of adversity, but turned into a psychological guidebook to help you improve your mental strength and emotional resilience. The book expands on Amy's famous article on life hack, has become a bestseller and was translated into more than 20 languages. Few lessons that I learned from this book. Number one, complaining that you're not getting something you think you deserve is a waste of your energy. Number four on Amy's original list was not wasting energy on things that are outside of your control. This is not, not only not trying to change the weather, other people's behavior or the fact that you just got fired, but also not wasting energy complaining about it. Every complaint is a serious waste of your breath and it's a topic that keeps resurfacing in books again and again and again for a reason. Even if you think you really, really deserve something, the world does not owe you anything. The minute you believe it does, you're setting yourself up for anger, frustration and bitterness. For example, if you get a divorce and your spouse gets custody of your daughter, she might end up showering her with expensive gifts you can't afford. You can complain about it, but it will only make you focus on the bad parts and try to control your ex's wild behavior. If you instead took that time to just spend it with your daughter and show her how much you love her, she would never turn against you. But if you're busy fighting with your ex-wife and neglect her, you'll probably indeed damage the relationship. Lesson number two, kill your Facebook newsfeed and stop comparing yourself for a while. Let's face it, scrolling down on Facebook feed only makes you feel dead inside. You've just gotten addicted to the little dopamine hits you get from finding something good every once in a while. That's why you keep scrolling. Other than that, you're just poisoning your own well by indulging in all kinds of comparisons. You know what? It's time. Time to stop comparison madness, looking at a sea of promotion notifications, Hawaii beach photographs, new cars and VIP events just makes you feel miserable about your own life. But Facebook is just a highlight reel. It does not show the bad sides of life, just the good stuff. It's a bad yardstick to measure your self-worth by and will only make you compete with others in vanity metrics. How can you be a true friend if you're constantly busy envying what your friends do and have? Eliminate your Facebook feed with a few clicks. Leave it for a while. See how you feel. You won't miss anything but you'll feel content with your life. Lesson number three, finally learn to be okay with being alone. Speaking of content, there's another thing Facebook can't teach you. It's okay to be phone. It's okay to be alone. When was the last time you just sat on your chair alone in a room and did nothing? No phone, no reading, no TV, no music. Because that's what being a human is. Just being. We have completely forgotten how to do that, largely because our society condemns it. You're not active, you must be lazy. That's why we're terrified of being alone and turn to watching YouTube videos while eating, permanently listening to music or texting 50 people the second we realize we're about to run out of buzz. I'm guilty of this. Only recently have I stopped watching shows while eating and started taking long walks without having my earbuds popped in. But being alone like that teaches you that the world does not collapse when it happens and that you actually don't need anything more. You're totally okay just being by yourself. It's a wonderful realization to come to and more importantly, one of the biggest precursors of being able to establish healthy relationships with others.